Welcome back to the Mediac Podcast. Today is episode 51, and in the honor, oh, honor, in the honor of our uh, 50th episode, uh, we did Mulan, and right after that, for this one, we're going to be re- going over Tenet, which is actually the first movie we ever reviewed on the podcast. That's what podcast. it was. I couldn't remember which one it was. Like, I knew we did it at some pivotal point, but I couldn't remember one. Really? You forgot number one. We yeah. made the podcast for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. All I remember hurts. is being in the student center at Kent and you texting me and be like, do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, sure. <laughs> you, seem, you seem more excited about it than just sure, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, because all of my previous podcasts had failed, so... I had some hope if we were talking about something that, like, you actually cared about, that we would stick with it. And here we are, episode 51. <laughs> and here we are. with uh, we, we now got 100 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, speaking of which, please subscribe so we can get money. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you guys for watching and hopefully enjoying. That's, that's pretty sick, not going to lie. You guys are the goats. Yeah. We couldn't be here without you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Maybe we should hire like a market person that could help us like get out there in the world. You know. I don't really know. (laughs) I don't know how to work. Majors in marketing. Does she know social media? Yeah, actually, she does. Okay, well, you should ask her. What should we do? Because I feel like I suck at social media marketing. So me too. I I can barely post. I run the Twitter and I have not touched the twitter in roughly three months and you have not touched the instagram a little bit either yeah well i'm gonna post for this in milan okay i i haven't posted on twitter i definitely should have that one time where we took like a week and a half gap to fix our schedule i probably should have posted something and been like uh sorry that's fine but but that didn't happen so it's okay yeah i I was actually i was at a i was getting dinner with my roommates uh, and then I looked at my phone. And I was like, "Shit, it's almost eight. So I just sprinted from the from the cafe back to our apartment and set up everything. And was like, "All right, I'm ready to go." <laughs> I was doing math homework, and then you were like, "Doing a record," and I was like, "Fuck!" Or you want to record at eight today? And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I like thought I Brought timed it. it out well, uh, and then about an hour and a half into the movie, I looked down. I saw it. It was. And two hours and 30 minutes which i forgot i was like fuck uh but i made it through the like better part of tenant and i already yeah. know what happens but i'm gonna watch the rest of it after this uh but i i wanted to film today because i have thoughts in my head and i don't want to lose them come tomorrow okay let's hear those thoughts sir oh okay we're not gonna do any I think I feel like we should do some, you know, more grandiose intro to the the history of our connection with Tenant. Uh, so we started off the episode, our very first episode, the the one that is supposed to hook everyone, with me talking about how I think I ate fries and honey mustard. Oh yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. So uh, that is a really good showing for yeah. what the remaining fifty episodes are going to be about. <laughs> my my uncle. My uncle was like, uh, 
would it be a good idea to keep that on the channel? And I was like, uh, maybe. And he was like, it's the first episode, and it's not very professional. And I was like, oh. I mean, is, is the other ones even more professional? I don't know yeah. about that. I We're like exactly... how I've, like, tried to pull this po- push this podcast off as like intentionally unprofessional and improvised but it's just because we're lazy and <laughs> don't want to make it lazy any better and very stupid we, yeah. there are so many things wrong we should there are so many reasons for us not to have a podcast yeah. like i remember uh uh i was talking to my friend sam and this is after after uh steven stopped editing for us for a while and i was like okay whatever and we're i mean still steven doesn't edit for us anymore but uh sam uh was like yeah i'll edit like he just pretty much edits all day and everything so he was like i'd edit for you and i was like okay and he's like well how do you record i was like well i just record discord on both of our sides like i just record my desktop and he was like you don't have two separate mp3 files and I was like, I was going to try and set up like that, but that's a lot of work, and this is much easier and quicker. This is so easy, what yeah. I do. I literally use OBS. Yeah. And, and just, he was like, he was like, well, it's a lot weirder trying to edit just one audio file of both of you when I could sound manage two separate audio files in one folder. And I was like, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm We're just not going to do that. <laughs> And that, well, you know, and then I talked about it because after he told me that, I told you about it and we were like, yeah, we should get him to edit for us because he offered. Uh, but uh, uh, we were like, well, over the summer we'll meet up and we can get this figured out. So, you know, like like we can get the audio file like in a succinct way that we can send it off for somebody to do, you know, their magic with it. Uh, but we just didn't do that. <laughs> We're so lazy. It's very enjoyable. I I do actually really want to put this little piece of information out there. Uh, I I got a text from one of my roommates, one of our friends. uh, He actually has been on the podcast. I completely forget about that episode. Why don't we have more guests? We We should should have more guests. We should really do that. Let's start doing that. People with actual mics. We should Uh, do that for mm, next week. Jeremiah has a mic. Okay. Does he know the movie? Actually, no, let's not. Did they, is their podcast actually like a thing that's continuing? Uh, they did a one episode and it was curious. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they still do it or not. I heavily doubt they do because nobody's first podcast lasts more than an episode. So, sorry, I'm looking at the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) I said shit. Oh, I thought you just like vomited. (laughs) No, I said shit. Oh, wait, I gotta, before I say why I said shit, uh, Skyler texted me and he said, uh, dude, you gotta see, you gotta look and see what I did with the plunger. Oh, God. I, I just felt like I needed to say that on the podcast because I just got that random text from one of, one of our friends. Yeah, who has been on the podcast. I don't know what episode he was on, but. Your name, he was on the Your Name one, and also the Alligator game, whenever we did that. Wait, he was on two different episodes? No, that was the same episode. Oh. Yeah, that was also a bit we were going to keep up, and we did Yeah, we never did that. I actually like that. I think we could keep it up if people commented. If we had, like, a fan base, that would actually be useful, you know? Because, yeah. like, we shouldn't keep... It, it, it's less fun whenever we come up with the with the battles that they do, everything. I just yeah. broke my binder. That's Not my binder. My, my planner. Like, the, the back just fell off of it. I am 
quite unhappy. I'm. <laughs> that's very tough. That sucks. That sucks so much. Anyway. Uh, the reason why I said shit was because we were going to be reviewing Logan on October 3rd, but uh, Venom got pushed forward, so now we're reviewing Venom on October 3rd because that movie comes out on October 1st. Cool. Okay. That's all we're saying. Yeah. I was, I was looking for episodes that we could have people on. I guess we could have someone on Venom. I guess. Um, did we watch the first Venom? No. Oh. Good, because I haven't seen it. Can we it. do that? Oh, let's do it next week then. Okay. So yeah. uh, okay. I initially had the movie Dread next week. But yeah. We can, we can we'll do... move that around. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. We can put that later. Uh, Venom 1. Pretty what? sure that doesn't exist anywhere. Venom? Yeah. Awesome. We'd love to see that, honestly. Uh, so, Venom 1 next week, Venom 2 the week following. Yeah, we'll figure that out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just wrote it down. We're all good. Uh, anyway. So, the movie we are supposed to be talking about. Yeah, well, Tenet. let's. how did we feel about the original, of, of seeing Tenet once for the first time, when it came out? Well, okay, I want to go first, uh, The just like the back, net, like unnecessary background stuff. So, like, yes. the budget of the movie being $200 million, it made $363.7 million, which seems like a lot, but keep in mind that you have to roughly double the budget of the movie to get marketing, stuff like that. So, technically, did not make its money back, but it also was sold to HBO Max, and we don't know the numbers on that, so... Yeah, I'm sure in the end. It definitely, it's Christopher positive. Nolan. Yeah. yeah. I actually have more Christopher Nolan news to talk about, but that's in news, so that's fun. Uh... This movie was the first movie to be released in theaters since uh, COVID happened because this movie was one of those movies that got hit during COVID and Christopher Nolan was like, I'm not moving it. So yeah, this just kind of, yeah, this just happened to come. He's, he seems to have a lot of demands, but I am all for it because he makes good movies usually. Uh, yeah. When this movie came out, I hated it. Yeah, you did. I, you really I did. On, I hated this movie. It genuinely, like, I think it was because my expectations were so high for it being a Christopher yeah. Nolan movie. And the fact that he it's said the it was a time movie. travel movie. Yeah, I remember him being very upset about that. It, it is, though. It is a time travel movie. Like, I don't. Uh, like, it, 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 shut the, shut the we'll fuck up. We'll talk about that. We'll shut talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I will argue with you until I fucking die. <laughs> Which. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't even know what that means, Jack. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I don't know. I guess we'll put that aside for now because okay. we're still talking about how we felt before. I, I don't remember what you thought of the movie. Um, I was more on board with it than you were, but... Uh, I do remember that. Um, I still wasn't crazy about it because it just seemed... And then it was one of those movies at the time that was unnecessarily confusing. Yes, exactly. That's literally exactly what I was going to say. It's yeah. just it was. It seemed at the time to be confusing for the point of being confusing. Of being confusing. Yeah. yeah. Which was pretty much I don't know. I, pretty much Inception, which is no, another Christopher Nolan movie. I don't think I genuinely don't think Inception is that confusing. That's what I was going to say. But uh, upon watching Inception after Tenet. I understood Inception. Like, that was... You could sit down in one viewing and pretty much put together the whole movie just over a longer period of time than you would normally for any other movie. But, uh, I don't know. I like that. I have many notes. (laughs) I also do, too. And a lot of... This is different from my normal notes because usually I I write down, like, uh, 
like one to two words per line of thing that I think about. But I have several points in which I've written just paragraphs yeah. of things that I want to talk about. My, and I think that's quite my, my notes are written in reverse entropy because I poorly I wrote in the back of my notebook on the last page for some reason because I thought I'd only have one page you, of you notes. Put your notes in the Turner. Yeah, <laughs> in turnstile. Yeah. yeah so turn now style. it's like it, you have to flip backwards through the notebook, and I'm like, I don't manga. know why that makes me so happy. You're reading manga. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I like to think that it's instead it's in of reverse entropy. So, starting off before we get anywhere else, did you like this movie more or less than the first time you watched it? More. Good. I I, I liked it. I liked it. A I would good have bit been more, very. Actually. I would have been like frustrated if you would have said I liked it less. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I possibly could have liked it less. I genuinely hated the movie whenever it came out. Yeah. It it like. I, I don't know, dude. I was very angry. I still am. I think... I, I'm not as angry. I still think the premise of the movie is genuinely horrible. Like, I hate it. I hate it so much. And there's almost no part about the, the the reverse entropy thing that actually makes sense to me. Because no matter what you explain or do, it just doesn't fit in the real world, which I get... I, yes, I get it. I'm supposed to... It's, it's a sci-fi movie. I'm not... So, it's not supposed to be realistic. But they try and explain it so many times that it makes you try and put it into a realistic view. But you can't do that because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. There's, I think there's a lot to it, but I don't know. I think that I, I have many articles that I pulled up. I pulled up, uh, actually only two. That's a lie. Not many. Um, because the first time, I was halfway through-ish when I was like, okay, let me just, I, I just want a more concise idea in my head about time inversion and reverse entropy and everything, which is, you know, if you haven't seen Tenet, uh, the whole big thing is that it, instead of a Russian oligarch, which is the main villain in this movie, but, uh, <laughs> and the future, generally the future bad guys in the future <laughs> we don't know who they are but, but they're there and they're bad <laughs> which seems to be you know that's like a point in this movie but the whole thing is reverse entropy and you know the the idea is that when you're walking through time you see it in forward motion and that's what you're used to but there's a mysterious they in the future that have developed a machine to put objects in reverse entropy and so I, I do want to say real quick I hate yeah. the fact that there's not a like a like there is an antagonist in the Russian man but in the fact that we just have to go with the fact that we don't know the actual antagonist right. I hate that I and that's like a big theme because the main character doesn't have a name he's yeah. just the protagonist there mm -hmm. is the antagonist which is the future uh, but I, I I don't know. That just seems like. Let I me. Thought per, I thought the the protagonist thing was more creative the second time around. It really yes. bothered me in the first time. I was like, why the fuck? Like, wouldn't you want to know your main character? But on the second time around, and I was looking for all the different ways that they got around saying his name and like stuff like that. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. It, it, interesting. And the That's fact all. that I didn't. The first time I, I didn't really pick up on the fact that 
you know, they say so many times that, like, ignorance is our ammunition. Like, the less people know about what's going on with reverse entropy mm-hmm. and, you know, this whole spiel, the more it's, like, it's safer, you know, because the yeah. more people know about it, then the closer they are get to getting, quote-unquote, the algorithm, which is the the bomb that will blow up all of time in existence. Uh, but... Yeah, so essentially things are reverse entropied and there's a bunch of bombs in the past that when put together uh, pretty much like time, the past and the future meet and the world explodes, (laughs) you know, metaphysically. I want to say one thing. This is quite a long thing and I'm going to have you go with me with it, okay? Okay, good. This is probably the biggest problem I have with the reverse entropy thing Mm. if you invert an object okay that object now moves backwards through time yes yes i think so yeah so what happens whenever a forward moving person picks it up and goes forward through time does it also go backwards through time and forwards at time at the same time so you're talking about like in the opening scene when they're talking about reverse entropy where mm-hmm. he picks up the bullet and it goes back into his hand. I, I have an entire different thing related to that specific bullet scene, but yes, I am talking about that. Yeah. So when a forward in time person meets a reverse entropy object. Yes, it shouldn't work. It should be like if a... Uh, an unstoppable uh, object meets an immovable object. It yes. should be something like that because that's just like in my I can't, I can't put it into words. But the way that my brain wrapped around it is like this object is moving backwards through time, so it feels like it should be like moving backwards through time. But if someone forward in time picks it up, then it should fuck up everything, or at least yeah. make it. That like, should be the collision of forward yes. space and backward yes. space. Yes, I agree with that because the algorithm. It was invented in the future, but it was sent back in time through reverse entropy. So there was there was a time in which it wasn't there, but then as it was being reverse entropied, in that time it then was there? <laughs> yes. I think... Okay, let me get into my bit. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be your heel here, where okay, you hate this, and I think it's smart in the way <laughs> that okay. Okay, okay so in this in this opening scene when they're establishing reverse entropy uh there's a point where the scientist lady says don't try to understand it feel it and sh- i feel like she wasn't talking to the protagonist i feel like she was talking to the viewer because the more you think about it the more you're gonna think in all likelihood i feel like any time anything i feel like this goes for any time movie anywhere anything because we have and we will never know (laughs) how time truly works in forward and reverse you're gonna pick apart this movie in your brain anyway because it doesn't work nothing works it doesn't there's no way for us to know how it works so in that moment she's like all right you know you're gonna try and understand this and it's not gonna work but if you just feel it 
and kind of get a baseline understanding in your head, you don't need anything else. Because the more you think about it, the more you can realize it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but I get that, but there shouldn't be a just go with it line in a movie, you know? Yeah. No, and I understand that. I think there's people there's that is absolutely valid. If you if that's not your kind of thing, then it's just and it's definitely I think there's a, a larger portion of me that like I don't like time travel movies because of that. I hate time travel movies. Because time they, travel movies none so of them much. make sense. And none there's no way for us to prove it. <laughs> if, but, you know, in if I try to put myself, once I heard that and I paused it and I thought about it for a second, I was like, okay, if I put myself in this mindset of, you know, the more I try and understand this, because, you know, everybody is... Uh, or at least I imagine you and me are very bullheaded in watching a movie and trying to understand it. And yes. if we, yeah, if we don't understand <laughs> it, then it's like, we hate it yeah. <laughs> because I don't know, that's how everybody is. But the less you understand it, you know, in a way. And I think that's, he's slowly Christopher Nolan in he, yes. uh, is slowly adding onto his, uh, espionage i feel like christopher nolan has watched all the bond movies and are like these are really cool but if i can just make the world ending event something that's not a nuke or a laser from space i would like this movie a lot more so then he did that with inception and tenet and so he's slowly perfecting his like end all be all to the world um and in inception you can understand it (laughs) it's a damn shame that his next movie is going to be a world war ii movie where the world-ending event is a nuke. Oh, really? I'm being serious. Wait, what? What's this I'm new being movie? serious. I don't know what it is, but it's starting production in 2022. Uh, he wants Killian Murphy in it. it. We don't know if it, he, that's like a, a like confirmed yet, but we'll, we'll talk about it more. We'll talk about it more in yeah. news, okay? Well, that just kind of takes <laughs> ruins my theory on and Christopher Nolan's espionage films. I'm sorry. But, I mean, maybe, you know, if it's his it new espionage, espionage film. It could be. It could be, but I don't know. It uh, but isn't. you know, that was that was my whole thing. You yeah. Know, and, if and you think I about reverse entropy too much, then it ruins it. I, I agree with you. I think that's the reason why I liked it more the second time. Because in the second time, I went into the movie knowing I wasn't going to like the premise, so I didn't think about it while I was watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, what I thought about was the scenes in specific, not the like sense behind it. That makes sense. But the uh, scene that fucking really stuck out to me. Yeah. Is the highway scene. Yeah, that the was. They... That's when I started losing it again. You like, lost interest? No, 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 no. Like I had a general understanding on what was going on, and I was confident, and I understood what was happening. And then he started driving. Oh backwards. no! I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the first highway scene, not the second one. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's I'm the first about... one? Whenever like they they like uh, clamp down on the car and they rock yeah it. that's what I mean oh I thought you were talking about the the later on in the movie where he is reverse entropy and he he then joins that car no but that's up. that that same initial scene when the uh, Andre the bad guy is reverse entropy mm-hmm. yeah and is reversing I, that's I think when that I is lost amazing. oh yeah that's we're, what we're, we're one I didn't understand it. No one, like, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah. like, that scene is just really good. The score, oh my god, the score. Dude, the score is, in this movie is so fucking good. 
it's so fucking good like especially like i'm like the scene that's specifically in my head right now is where we have protagonist on the side of the fire truck and then the score just erupts yeah. as the fire truck is like getting onto the highway to to close off the it's just it's so good yeah it's so good it, it is genuinely like oh my god christopher nolan jeez yeah I, god i, I really want to talk to my uh my boss was talking about he seems to have a greater concept of uh i don't know understanding time and everything and how it works and he's read up on it and stuff so i want to talk to him tomorrow oh shit no he's not he's not in tomorrow i don't know i'm gonna talk to him whenever i can about tenet because he said he has a better understanding better grip on it uh and i want to see what he thinks he is he has a good grip on tenet i i hope so i don't does anybody i don't think anyone does (laughs) because like my brother who is like a genuine genius he, he hates this movie because it doesn't make sense to him. Yeah. And I don't, I it, like, I think very highly of my brother, but if I think something doesn't make sense to him, it's it doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, straight up, I th- I still think upon second viewing that they are very unnecessarily mean to the band at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. They, they, they didn't, they <laughs> did not need to destroy everything. Like, those people were not a part of their plan, and yet they just absolutely beat the shit out of them. Yeah. I don't know if I uh, harped upon this when we first watched it, but I really think that opening is like fucking masterclass in getting your attention and like getting you excited for a movie. Because I, I was watching it the second time and I pretty much forgot, <laughs> you know, what was going on. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, damn, I want to fucking, I want to know what's going on now. <laughs> I was, I was in it, dude. Me too. I, I think that's mainly the score. The score is very good. Like, yeah. I, we already talked about it, but like, oh my god, and all of the action sequences, it is, it is insane. Oh, yeah. uh, the last thing. This I have more to talk about, but I'm just gonna you're say right, what I want right. the last part to be. Uh, I want the the last thing that for us to talk about is the fact that the protagonist uh, is the one who started Tenet. Yeah. Just because I have a very long thing I want to say related to that. Uh, then a relatively long thing I want to talk about is that gun scene, and how stupid it is. I gen I Which think gun scene? I, the one with the bullet. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I For don't people think, who haven't like seen Tenet. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That makes no sense at all to anyone because every gun has a because bullet. They, I was gonna say every gun scene is the one with the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, wait, but I still don't... So, so there is there is one change that I think they could have done to this movie to make the entire thing make more sense. Yeah. But it also would fuck up one part of the film that is kind of large, too. So, I don't think there's any way to pro- properly... No, it. there is. In, in, in the way... What do you mean? To just not make it? No, I think, yeah, it's just a fucking beautiful nightmare of it'll never make sense. I want to watch it again. There's nothing you can do. I am going to watch it again. I'm going to get a bunch yeah. of people around. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, I want to watch this again. I never thought I would say that. No, I'm going to watch it a few more times. Are you, like, I, like, I love Christopher Nolan, man. Like, who doesn't? Christopher Nolan is fucking... There, there is a reason why he is one of the motherfucking greats. Yeah, he might be... I don't want to say I don't want to pull out the favorite director, the best director card, of all time, but my favorite my director favorite. is Edgar Wright. I just yeah. like the the fun style in which yeah. he makes his movies. 
but like if we're talking about like an art this just makes you feel cool it does it really does watching christopher nolan is like watching cowboy bebop yeah and like i there's so many times where i was like i wrote down i was like this makes movie wants me to like buy a suit or like you know shoot a gun or drive like find a fast car you know it's just like oh oh Give me the chills, yeah, no, dude. I, I feel completely what, like they're actually yeah. This really goes to show how important a director is, and I'm not saying that because it's going to be my future job. I'm saying it because no. I think the writing in this movie is relatively okay at best. <laughs> Wait but a second. This, On that, well, I wrote down. <laughs> no way my... you said the writing is perfect. My favorite line was in the beginning when when the protagonist talking when he like like the Russian dudes like killed him and he ate the the pill yeah. and he woke up and he's talking to the dude the dude goes it's a cold war cold as ice <laughs> what <laughs> that's the silliest thing uh, I've ever heard why did I not notice that I don't know it was just really weird. Anyway, that's so funny. That sounds like something that like like uh, Mr. Freeze from the really <laughs> old Batman movies would say. That is exactly. so terrible. It's God, so, like, there's I, I was going to give this movie moments. an eight. That dropped it down like yeah. three pegs. That's that sucks. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I, don't, I didn't mean to interrupt, but writing is okay at best. Yeah. I was like, but I called movie, it tacky. It, it is tacky. This movie still i can't there it, like something feels wrong me giving it something lower than like a seven and a half. Oh yeah it's like just the way that it was made it was so beautiful yeah. it really is uh this is a spoiler for what we watch and uh, uh i watched the movie whiplash over the weekend fuck dude i want to watch that so bad it's, it's we'll talk about it fucking amazing yeah. But uh, there, there's a scene where he's like at a table and he's talking with his family, and one of his brothers turns to him and he goes, he goes, isn't art, su- uh, isn't music subjective? And Miles Teller looks at him and he goes, no. And like he's right, like art isn't subjective in my opinion. There is a right way to do art. Mm-hmm. And I think Christopher Nolan fucking does, nails it. You know? Yes. There, there's. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no. Okay. It, here, let me hear it. There's, there's, there is a right answer, but there are many ways to get to that right answer. Yes. I don't know. I think objectively there's many bad movies, but I think in the same way you there's many ways to appreciate a bad movie is at least entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Like you but watch like, The Room and you laugh. Then, but that's not you know, done on purpose. Yeah. It's like it's like going to an art show to laugh at all the bad drawings. Yeah. But no, in the same way you still enjoy it. It's literally showing up to an elementary it. school art class after being an art professor and laughing at how shitty it is. <laughs> But you still enjoyed it. I did enjoy going to the elementary school and laughing at those kids. Well, They're then you know what? Dude. That maybe that's your that's your thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, back to how stupid that gun bullet scene is. Gun bullet scene. Um, I think the thing that you could change to make the movie better is to make it so objects don't have reverse entropy. Yeah, only people do. Yeah, it would just simply make more sense. It would it would get rid of like most of the problems, and there there was only one moment where like a reverse entropy bullet mattered, and that was when the girl got shot. But she also was fine at the end of the movie. 
Yeah, I so think like the, the only thing they just really established that reverse entropy bullets were more dangerous. Yeah, but they never did anything with it. Yeah, well, except when the girl got shot. Yeah, but she was fine. Well, but well, the the, the point was that she, if she stayed in the original world, she would have died in like three hours. But they could save her in the other world. Well, yeah, but like, if you just think about it, this movie's two hours and thirty minutes long. If yes. that plot point was cut from the movie, it would probably drop like three minutes. What do you mean? Like, like if you if you made it so, no, I wouldn't say three minutes because that's there's there's that entire gun scene, and then there's like the scenes with the girl being shot. If if this movie was written without objects being reverse entropied, it would be probably two hours and ten minutes instead of two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could cut a, a significant portion if you didn't do anything with that. Yeah, I, I, that's not even a significant. I think that's quite little, actually. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Because that, that bullet scene is roughly, like, 10 to 15 minutes long as is, right? At least it feels like it. Yes, but this is, I don't know, it's it's tough to really say, you know, because I think I think that's a significant portion. I think there's some movies people won't watch because they're too long. And I think that would change this to a reasonably long movie. I don't think it needs to be this long. I don't think it needs there is like a big lull in the movie. Uh yeah. Like uh the whenever they go to the boat and stuff like that, that like forty minutes before the, the uh highway fight, it's very yeah. boring. Uh I okay, I wouldn't say boring. Personally, I wouldn't say boring. Okay. But see, art is subjective. <laughs> yeah, art is yeah, I guess. Okay, you're right, my bad. <laughs> See, this is this is a whole different fucking can of worms that you've yeah, opened in I, the I middle of our most most controversial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was not a good idea. How, what have you done? <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I like this episode. <laughs> I like this episode. We're doing really good. See, I, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna be honest, and I'm I'm sorry if this offends your feelings. But I felt like we were kind of de- declining in Fucking quality. Fucking snowflake. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I like the way you said that. That was funny. Sorry. What? Keep going. I mean, I didn't mean like like I meant. I th- I just thought that like our last couple episodes haven't been all that great. Yeah. And no, I think we it definitely was because. Well. Yeah, I think it was because we just didn't have passion for the movies that we were doing. Yeah. This and I'd one, say I'm pretty fucking passionate about Tenet. <laughs> we're both pretty, pretty Dude, passionate. Because there's just so much to talk about. There's there not much to talk, talk about in Milan because that movie's bad. Everyone knows it's bad. Yeah. And I've already, yeah. you know, this has opened a whole new fucking world of ideas on how, <laughs> like, Christopher Nolan is slowly perfecting his espionage and how art is subjective. I don't even know how we got there, but we did. <laughs> we did, yeah. That was... You know? Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't... Yeah. It's it's very confusing. It, it also, makes sense why they said that just go with it right before that scene. I'd like to... Yes, that does make sense. I'd like to point out that I did uh, just accidentally press spacebar, so that chunk is uh, oh gone. My... But it was only about 10 seconds, so... We just talked about how the reverse entropy of bullets in that opening scene didn't make any sense until she <laughs> said just feel it <laughs> if you want to listen to that please go, go to watch YouTube, YouTube. that was intentional. go watch the YouTube and if you're on YouTube and you didn't want to listen to that listen to the entire <laughs> podcast again or just switch over to the, <laughs> go go listen to it on Spotify full length through 
and you'll just skip that whole whatever. This is great. Yeah. This yeah. is a professional podcast. Robinson. We're super professional and funny. Yeah, We're so funny. Very funny. We're but so funny. Uh, yes, Robert Pattinson was a good choice. I like the protagonist as a. I don't know. I liked him. I thought he was funny when he needed to be. He was a very good uh, espionage protagonist. I ordered my I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that was, that was really a very funny. weird moment in the movie. I, I thought it was really weird, but it made me laugh like really hard. It made yeah, it made me laugh because only because like in my brain I was like I feel like I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just so weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, wait, no, that actually connects to the part that I said I didn't want to talk about yet. I didn't like Michael Caine's addition to the movie because I felt like if you just cut that scene where he meets down with Michael Caine, if you just cut that scene completely, the movie wouldn't change at all. He is, the, he is like, such a weird cameo where he's... So yeah, because he gets happens, so much information just in off-screen, you know? Exactly, yeah, and, and, and the only information he got from Michael Caine was to go meet the girl, and... But, uh, how he got in contact with Michael Caine was because someone told him to go get in contact with Michael Caine. When in reality, if you just made it so that person that told him about Michael Caine told him about the girl, that literally just saves like 10 minutes. Yeah. Or just shorten that. No, you couldn't even. Yeah, I just cut it out. I don't know. I, I'm sure bad. he has his reasons, feel, but. Yeah, I didn't feel a reason to have it in the movie. Yeah, uh, it's just very confusing. One part I really liked was. Uh, the way the girl was telling protagonist like information about the vault and how to steal the painting from it, that scene was really well merged with the protagonist telling Neil the plan. It was, as, as yes. you know what I'm talking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, that I was, did like that, that a lot. That I took me like a back it. whenever I saw it. I was like, holy shit, this is like really well made. The way that they're having yeah. both of both the guy uh, protagonist and the girl. Um, say the same stuff but like it was it, it felt like a conversation but it was in reality just the girl telling protagonist something and the protagonist telling neil something and they just had it all merged together perfectly yeah. it was very well done i it made me yeah. very happy to watch that which uh, i felt like was a good uh you know that whole information getting sequence that was a good way to it was just him talking to one person and then talking to another person then talking to another person and i feel like that was a good merger between information getting portion of the movie and then it cut right to action you know soon after that also it was creative because uh one of the biggest issues in movies i'd say is probably exposition because yes. no one likes to just be told what's happening but it was the way that it was uh, different from normal exposition was that uh, there were multiple people getting told at the same like it wasn't just like we're, we're in the eyes of the protagonist getting told the information it felt like well yes we were in the eyes of the protagonist but we were also telling the information so it felt like we already knew what was going on if yeah. that made sense at all and then I think they covered up the rest of like you know exposition dumping because you definitely get exposition dumped a lot in this a movie lot. But a good bit it's it was entertaining to see when the girl was shot there in like the the shipping container thing and she was oh. like wait what's going on and uh fucking what's this robert pattinson was like okay and then sat down and explained it to her and then they cut that out which i almost wish they would have briefly retouched on things just so i could understand it better <laughs> so i could for yeah. could understand it better but it was like it was interesting that they were like yes we're exposition dumping, but know that 
in thematically in the movie, you know, people need this too. So Yeah. Yeah. It at least makes yeah, sense. I, I understand what you mean. I have mm-hmm. one more thing before I get to my biggest problem with the movie. Okay. Okay. So I felt this was specific and I I, I understand this is this is a really stupid issue that I have. And the reason why it's stupid is because I know it was intentional and but I don't like it. So I think that the first fight in the movie where the protagonist fights against himself but himself is like reversed, I think that fight lacks weight because all of the impact sounds are reversed because the one like the punching is coming from the inverted person. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't like that. I it made it feel like they weren't actually hitting each other and that it was just like an acting moment, which it is an acting moment, but like we're not supposed to feel like that in the movie. Yeah. They fixed it in like the second part when they actually fight like whenever you're following the like the uh, like that I think that is really cool how they did that by having the same fight but two yeah, different but forward and, and backwards. Backwards but forward and backwards both times. Shut up now. Just switched. <laughs> Stop. It's time travel, okay? It is. It's reverse <sighs> entropy. <laughs> I, okay, so where I think he 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 tries to differ reverse entropy from time travel. Time travel, you stop going forward in time and you just go backwards, you know, and you're still moving at the same forward time, you know. You're both, you and the world are still going forward in time. You just moved from a certain place in time backwards and then you're both going forward, you and the world. In this movie, you don't, you don't go and like teleport to a new point in time and yeah. then keep going forwards. You just turn around and then you frictionally like go against time. Thus, everything is reversed. My, my idea of it is you step into a machine in one time and you leave the machine in another time. So that's time travel. But you don't go to a different point in time. You stay in the same point in time. You no, just but- start walking backwards. Yeah, but you, you, you do go to a different time because whenever you go back to being normal, then you're in the past. Yes, but you have to spend time going backwards in time instead of stopping at one point, teleporting in the other, and then going forward in time and catching up with your old self. I don't think time travel necessarily needs to be just like a teleportation thing. Yes, which I agree. This is a very confusing conversation. You haven't seen Tenet. Please see Tenet. But, um, uh, yes, I agree. I think you're still moving in time, thus time travel, because you're traveling through time at a different way than you would normally experience it in the real world. But I understand when he says you're not time traveling, because he's trying to put it in your head. Christopher Nolan is trying to put it in your head that you're not back to the futuring this yeah. world you're going it's a different form of time travel is the better way to put it yes so yes stupid. i, really I think like, he's just he's just trying to you know do his best he's trying to anger me he really is i think he's trying to anger me i was I, calm before this episode started. it's it's a great marketing tactic of him making you angry you seeing the movie not understanding it and then going back and watching his movie hundreds of times afterwards trying to understand it it's great it's genius it's so smart 
I but, really hope he doesn't do this with his next film where I'm going to kill someone. Uh, yeah, I hope not. He already did it with Inception. He just he re-harped upon it better in their tenant. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> By making it more confusing. Christopher right. Nolan, I want to do, like, a fucking, like, I, I could write if, about this. I could write an essay. I want to I wanna meet him so bad. Yeah. Like, I, Edgar Wright is my favorite director of all time. But if I had if to I were choose to someone anyone. to meet, it would be Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Without two singular thoughts in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, we should. Uh, mm. he's, there's no way he would ever talk to us. How about but we if wait he till did. famous, okay? But if he did. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Let's not do it yet. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? I was going to say, there's no harm in trying. Yeah, exactly. And then in like 10 years, whenever we're, we're popular, yeah. then we can try again and be like, hey, you didn't answer us last time. Yeah. I don't think, but, I mean, I thought Colin Salmon was a pretty important thing, but I think Christopher Nolan is Colin the Salmon hurt. important. That Colin Salmon hurt so much. <laughs> that was an ego blow. That, hurt so, that hurts so much because <laughs> of the way he responded. Yeah. It, it was so mean yeah. it was so mean i'm gonna change the i love colin salmon page to a the i hate, hate colin page. salmon yeah, yeah slander page can we act can we actually do that you can do it i'm not getting sued over it <laughs> defamation i'm not going against my my hundred and so fans who dm me talking about how much they love me even though i'm not colin salmon <laughs> Does, wait, did I just out myself? Did I not explain that I run the I Love Colin Salmon fan No, page? I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure okay, you did. Okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't remember if I, like, made this a secretive thing or not. No, that definitely wasn't a secret thing. Okay, good. Anyway. All right. Uh, I, my last, uh, I will say my a reverse entropy grumble. Uh, why, who is the fucking future psychopath who's making all these reverse entropy objects who went from bullets to a wrench to bungee cable because <laughs> that was reverse entropy oh my god I, I <laughs> yeah did you just click in your head that's yeah. that was a weird you know He's like this psycho, this mad villain, and is cooking up reverse entropy objects. Went from bullets to bungee cable to random, I don't know, fucking shit, plutonium. I'm gonna say my last thing before I get too angry. Okay. I but you've already to... been quite angry. I've been quite like... angry already. <laughs> it's it's such a stupid premise. My last compliment for the movie. So Neil knows the protagonist because they've been hanging out for a while. And whenever protagonist first meets Neil, he says something related to something he's drinking. And he goes, I'll have this. Or he goes, I don't drink on the job. One of those two. I don't remember what it was. And Neil looks at him and he goes, no, you don't. And I love that scene because, uh, one, whenever I first watched the movie, I just was like, oh, Neil just knows he's lying. And he's just like that skilled. That's how we're supposed to know his skill. But yeah. on the second viewing, it's like, no, it's not because he knows he's lying. It's because, well, yes, it's because he knows he's lying, but not in the way that I thought previously. It's because he knows the protagonist so well that he knows what he does normally. I yeah. thought that was really cool. But that also leads into how terrible and stupid it is that he is. So I said, at the end of the movie, the protagonist's job is to get a, uh, to now set up the defense for the conflict in the movie. Like, 
we've seen the end of the war, and now he's going back in time to fight the battles leading up to the movie. Is that correct? Wait, say that one more time. So, at the end of the movie is the start of the story, and the saying of it's over, right? Wait, wait, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reset. I'm gonna because yeah. I, I can already tell that I'm doing a terrible job at explaining this. The end of the movie is the end of the time war, right? Like they get rid of the uh, the 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 device. There's no more issues with the time battle, correct? I mean, from what I remember, yes. Unfortunately, I didn't finish the movie this time around. Okay. So, at the end of the movie, the protagonist now is going to go back in time to set up the movie. But, like, why does he have to do that? Because the conflict's over. Does he have to set it into motion so that it Yeah, he does have to set it into motion. But, but what if he just doesn't? What happens? That might also... Okay, I'm talking from Christopher Nolan's perspective or the time physics people who are trying to work out this movie. Perhaps, if he didn't set it into motion, that would also be a moment of forward and backward meeting and thus the existence of the world and time imploding. Fuck that shit, dude. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he has to set it in motion for it to happen, for it to not happen. <laughs> this fucking sucks. This fucking sucks. Time travel sucks, dude. I'm. Ah. I like. I cannot. I. I want to make it clear <laughs> that I. Watch this movie again. I want. I like. You have to understand that I agree with you, and I don't like I time travel for no, this reason. I understand. Reason. I understand, Jackie. I understand. But I feel like, if you're doing time travel, which he did, it happened. This movie exists. You know, in sense of time travel movies, this is probably my favorite. I am um, <laughs> begrudgingly agreeing. Yeah. I would rather watch this than Back to the Future. Yes. I, I do. That is probably the most dangerous thing that has been said on the podcast. I don't know. I like, the, oh. I like Back to the Future, but... It Back to Future doesn't make me feel like this movie makes me feel. You know what? I agree. I, I don't think... Well, this is very controversial, the next thing I'm going to say. Hey, this this podcast is very hot. If you want to hear some hot topics, yeah, watch this, this podcast. hot shit. Hot shit. Dude. I don't... I think that more good movies... Actually, no, I don't even know about that, because there's so many shitty films that come out now. I was gonna say there's more good movies made now than there were back then, but they're always like it's not. I don't even know, dude. That's a tough. That's a that is tough. Tough to say. Because the the only reason I'm saying that is because of how far our technology has advanced. Right. But but like I have seen like really good old movies like uh, Twelve Angry Men, um, Citizen Kane, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Which I haven't out. seen. Really, we should yes. do that on the podcast. We should do that actually. one. There was there's a movie I watched recently. Um, Doctor Strange Love, and How I Stopped Worrying and Fell in Love with the Bomb. That movie is really good, and that's an old one. All, all those movies are, like, amazing. You'll have but, to like, text me these, because I haven't heard of many of those. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. I, I, the, um, those movies always make me regret saying that I think better movies are made nowadays. And then there's those, like, really bad comedy movies that come out. 
yeah. nowadays. And I just it have it, it hurts that I see that yeah. coming in the theaters or something like that. I, I think movies have consistently stayed the same. No, I'm, yeah. I'm taking my statement back. Well, I appreciate I that Christopher Nolan. I you know. I appreciate this movie as an action movie, and I don't think I said this, but I like the sound effects. The the oh, yeah. guns and everything, and the cars and the crashing, all of that Foley is, like, I fucking simp for good Foley, and that shit oh my just God, dude, makes me, like, my ears are like, oh, like, it's so good. But, dude, that's why I like Fire Force so much. Yeah, me too. Yes. Fire Force's sound design is perfect. Yeah. It is genuinely perfect. It really is. I 100% agree with you. But I, I, on any grounds, I appreciate Christopher Nolan for pushing the envelope of espionage movies and spy movies and, and action movies. Because it, it, did, it did some cooler things that you don't see in a lot of the spy films, like him catching the shells whenever he shoots them. Yeah, and like, I don't know, he's at least... He's, he's watching these movies, like Bond movies and just any action movies, and he's like, this is good, but if I put a weird twist on it, it'll make it much better. And I think in a way, he's, he's, he's on, you know, at least in Inception, he's done a great job with it uh, and mm-hmm. making it interesting. But I think he's, he's definitely, I don't know, he's, he's evolving these movies and <laughs> yes. in a way exactly other people aren't. I, I want you and I want everyone else around that's listening to understand me whenever I say that this is a good movie. Yes. <laughs> I just... I, <laughs> this I is know, such a weird episode. I love this it. This is such a weird episode. So like, I, the reason I'm saying that is because I have been shitting on the movie the entire time, but I promise I do, I do think this is a good movie. Yes. I don't necessarily love it, but it is a good movie. Yes. I, I think everybody should watch Tenet. I agree with that. I don't... This is one of those must-watch films in the way of, like... It's Love very... It or it's hate a it. good, what? Love it yeah, or Love hate it. That's what I was. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't think that made sense in the sentence. But yeah, but, like, if you watch this movie, you... Actually, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle. I don't even know, dude. I don't know how I feel about this movie. Yes. I think that's... You know... The good thing about Tenet, the cool thing about Tenet, is that even outside of the movie, you stop watching this movie and you're still fucked up about it. Yeah, honestly. I think that's what, like, her does also in a very... <laughs> yes, her. Oh, my God. That movie... Because oh, that shit. movie fucks you up emotionally for a long time. Tenet does the exact same thing. It does. That, the more that... I talk about this movie, the more it's going to be in my top three. I'm honest. Oh. <laughs> this It's like nothing makes me feel like Tenet makes me feel. No way you just told you. No way you just said that to me. I might have. I might have. <laughs> Jack. No Everybody way you better watch this fucking podcast. No way you just said that to me. Dude, I'm thinking about it. No way. I'm thinking about it. You can't stop me. <laughs> the thoughts in motion. Jack. How are you feeling right now? What would you give this out of 10? Just curious. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel a little betrayed, <laughs> but other than that, it's fine. Someone you knocked what? on my door. What? That's not my door. Never mind. Sorry. I, I said I feel betrayed because you said tenants in your top three. I, I didn't say it is. I said I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There no, are a few not. movies that make me feel like this. You know, so adamantly. I like. Dragon Ball Super Broly isn't my top ten. 
so I have no room to speak. Yeah, but that movie also made me feel. That was just a like a good action movie that made yeah. me feel like excited. Mm-hmm. It that's just like basically all it is. It's just hype. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I like it. It's really fun, and I think I the think, sound design is really good. Yeah, I think when art can encapsulate a feeling and convey it to you, I think that's you know that's the pinnacle. That's what you want. Fuck yeah, I agree heavily. I actually heavily agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Thus, I, this movie. You, makes you've me convinced feel. You've, you've convinced me into one being okay with my emotions towards this movie. I do like it now. I've decided. Yeah. And uh, the fact that it's in your top three. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Might be. <laughs> we haven't decided yet. Okay. Okay. I, I think a top three is just so difficult. Okay. Out we'll, of ten. We'll do final numbers out of ten, and then we could go into a break. Okay. You go first. <laughs> you go first. Um, you go first. Uh, that's really hard. Because there's so many statement. thoughts in my head. Like, I, like, I'm getting, like, dizzy thinking about this yeah I'm gonna say out of 10 (laughs) it just keeps bouncing from like really high to like moderate mid-tier yeah I don't know I think it's safe to put it like an 8.5 sure you could round up but you could also round down okay We'll go with that. I'm okay with that statement. Okay. We'll go with that. The <laughs> but then I, I say, keep the thinking, think, like... No, dude, I it, think it, it might could be a, a seven and a half. You think it might be a seven and a half? Yeah, that's what I said earlier in the podcast. Oh, yeah, dude, you did. We've talked about this movie for, like, almost an hour now. I'm going to I'm gonna hop in my uh, my turnstile and reverse entropy through this podcast and re-listen to you hearing <laughs> that. Okay, how about we go on a break now and then we can come back for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, we should. Okay. Okay. Bye. But now we're back. We're back? We're back. Cool. So, cool. first bit of movie news, we're hopping right into it, because the episode's already long as is. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Christopher Nolan. So, uh, he left Warner Brothers. As if we stopped. Right? We did not stop. For Spotify, we did not stop. For uh, YouTube, we definitely did. Uh, so, he left Warner Brothers. Um I'm not really surprised Warner Brothers kind of the worst. He went to Universal, and he kind of made them his bitch. Nice. Being, yeah. So I'll tell you I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, he had a bunch of requests, and they accepted all of them. And some of them are kind of rough. Some of them aren't. Some of them are, like, understandable. Like, I, one of them he asked for 100% creative control, and I think that is understandable. At least yeah, in that's, yeah. my eyes. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, so he also asked for 20% of the movie. Like the uh, of what it's making, mm. which is a lot, by the way, for a director. That is a yeah. lot of money. Uh, the budget of the movie, he said, is a hundred million, and he wants a hundred million on marketing. Now, this is where the shit gets ridiculous. Okay, Universal <laughs> cannot release another film three weeks before the release date of the movie, or three weeks after the release date of the movie. And the movie that he makes has to be in cinemas for over a hundred days. That's crazy. That is crazy. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm glad that he's so confident in whatever he's making, but... Yeah. It's a World War II movie. Pretty uh, intense. Adam Bomb kind of stuff. I'm not exactly 100% sure what the uh, plot of the movie is. It could be espionage. <laughs> Never know. I hope but not. But I know whatever it, whatever it is, I guarantee it's going to be crazy. 
for the sake of everything I've said previously in this episode. I hope it's not. So, um, Tom Hahn uh, went on Twitter and he teased Spider-Man No Way Home and he said that it's the most ambitious standalone superhero movie ever made. And then Benedict Cumberbatch uh, uh, replied to the tweet and said, until Doctor Strange 2 comes out. So, sick. <laughs> That's good news, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, were very, you were very quiet about that. I so, and what if... That was funny. Huh? So I just thought it was funny. That's cool, dude. Uh, it's like the Devin thing. That's funny, man. That's funny, man. That's fucking funny. Uh, so in What If, there was an episode with Marvel Zombies, and Mark Miller was like, hey, I want to do that live action. So they're probably going to be doing that at some point down the line. So that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, just, uh, I have a funny quote from uh, Tom Holland. Uh, so you know how he is Nathan Drake, and why are you on Instagram? Uh, no reason. I, uh, just literally, I was, I accidentally opened it, and then that was on my Explorer page, and I was like, Jesus fuck, I can't believe that actually just happened. I was answering Snapchats. You only exist out here because of me. Christopher Nolan controls time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I appreciate that. Just that I appreciate appreciate that. I did appreciate it. Thank you so much. But, um, so you know how Tom Holland is in... Uh, the uh, Uncharted movie as Nathan Drake? Yes. Yeah, so uh, he filmed that movie and then he went to Spider-Man No Way Home and apparently he he looked too cool on set. And this is the quote that Tom Holland said. I was doing the scene in Spider-Man No Way Home where I was walking into this building and there is this cool cinematic shot pushing pushing, uh, in behind me and walking like that. And then, uh, so, wait, oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it up so bad I skipped a line. I, I'm the dyslexic one here, Jack. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start over from the building part. And there is this cool cinematic shot pushing in behind me, and Amy Pascal took me aside and said, why are you walking like that? You're walking like a man. You need to walk like a boy. And then he said that he went back in there and watched the monitor, and he could see that he was walking with the swagger and confidence of Nathan Drake. And John Watt goes, it's fine. That's Nathan. We'll iron him out and get him back to Peter Parker. And I think that's funny. (laughs) That is funny. I'm sure he's very happy to hear that. Oh, my God. That must have been awesome. Imagine, like, someone being like, you're looking really cool right now. Yeah, you need to stop looking so cool. Yeah. So uh, do you know the Twisted Metal video game series? Yes. Yeah, so Anthony Mackie is starring in it. I'm pretty sure he might be John Doe. Cool. Cool. Sick. We love to see that, I think. See, hopefully. So, apparently, uh, Warner Brothers is very confident about their Flash movie that's coming out. So much so that Ezra Miller has signed up for a trilogy of them. Interesting. That's my last bit of news, but I just wanted to say that because I hate that. I hate that so much. Like, it's stupid, right? That's stupid. I hate the Flash. Well, I love The Flash. Flash is my favorite superhero of all time. I hate Ezra Miller, uh, and I don't think that movie is going to be good. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm scared because, again, favorite superhero, and if they fuck it up, I'm going to cry. Yeah, that would be pretty do you, bad. Do you, do you have any uh, movie news, or do you want to hop into what we watch? Uh, no, I don't have any movie news. Sick. Okay, I like so it. I watched the new episode of What If this week. Uh, I finished Castlevania. Did you That's expect? Final fight against Spoiler. Don't listen to this. If you're going to watch the Castlevania, please pause to let them leave. Did you like the part uh, where he fucking fought death? 
Dude, that was sick as fuck. That was such a weird turn. It for came out of take. nowhere. Yeah. It came out of literally nowhere. I was so confused. Yeah. But honestly, I'm I'm kind of I was kind of invested at that point, and I was just on with the ride. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care what happens. I just know this fight's gonna be killer. Yeah. Right. That's what I liked about the ending, because it was just so fucking ridiculous, and they just no threw sense. a bunch of weird like, shit at you, and then you were like, you know what? Fine, but I didn't care. I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. Pretty intense. <laughs> it was pretty intense. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was really stupid how he survived. Yeah, I thought that too, honestly. But in the end, I was like, I was like you know, I don't know. I'm not it that could be mad a happy at it. Ending. I, I don't care. Yeah, We're right. getting another exactly. series soon. Yeah. So uh, I watched half of a movie titled "Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop." It's kind of like a little little netflix an- uh, anime romance movie it's kind of cute it wasn't like crazy but it's a little cute i'll finish it later uh i watched whiplash yeah god that right. movie's good that movie is fucking amazing miles teller and jk simmons are such good actors yeah and just oh, there were so many scenes that i can just pull from that movie and it's just one of my favorite scenes of all time you've seen the tempo scene right yeah of course oh my god that's like one of if not the best scene in cinema yeah it's so good it is so good this movie like easily top 10 yeah no it's fucking i want to see it so bad it is so good it's on amazon it's two and a half bucks yeah it's worth it it's so worth it it is genuinely worth it if you had to pay money to go see tenant i don't know if i would say that (laughs) i did pay money to go see Tenet. i take my statement back no i'd I'd say pay money to see tenant we're gonna have to review it again. I st- yeah, I and still it, have stuff it, I haven't. I still have stuff I want to say about it. In a year, a year from today, what is? Yeah, today? we'll do an annual tenant review. We will. Okay, I'm actually being. I'm gonna put this in my notes right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Just slowly understand the madness that is Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate it. I love it. It's the best. <laughs> I hate it. I love it. Repeat every think of what I've been watching. Oh, that's what it was. Um, I started watching uh, Manchester by the Sea because uh, it's you know every, it's a great movie, and now that I know that uh, Stephen McKinley Henderson is in it, which I saw the only part he was in it, and it was really cool actually to see it. Uh, <laughs> but past that. I, I've only watched about half of it because I was watching before I fell asleep. I don't know why I decided to start it like really late and I was about to fall asleep. But I started a little bit of it. I'm going to pick it back up uh, probably after this episode ends. And then I watched I all of uh, Labyrinth, like Jim Henson, David Bowie, that Labyrinth. Old yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a horrible movie, but I still watched all of it. <laughs> And, and <laughs> that's a horrible movie. Yeah, like it's just crazy. Uh, but I don't know. I have a weird like. I just like puppets. I don't know. It's just like a weird no. realm that I think is really I don't know interesting. Yeah, I, no. Yeah, I don't know. It's just anything with like Muppets. I'm like, yeah, I fuck with that. <laughs> No. Yeah. I think it's just because I watched so many of them, like so many Muppet movies as a kid, 
it just yeah. like scratches the nostalgia in my head. But, you know what? I get that, but yeah, still no. Yeah, I I like if I didn't have that like draw to puppets, then I wouldn't watch Labyrinth. There's no reason to watch it otherwise. I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> or it. if you like David Bowie, but he the the songs he, the, that he sung were so bad. <laughs> It's it was just nothing, nothing to uh, be too excited about. Nothing to run home to mom about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. How long are we clocking this episode out to be? I feel like it's a long pretty long. Uh, we're yeah. coming just over an hour, I think. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. not bad. I thought I thought we spent like fifty minutes on Tony. We did. We spent fifty. We really went through movie news and the other one in ten minutes. Yeah, we're at ten minutes forty seconds right now. Oh, God, jeez. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I went through that really fast. I didn't mean for it to be that fast. No, I think that's a pretty good time. Well, we, the problem with college is that we don't have time No, to yeah, watch. I've been really busy. I, I, thought that I, I thought that I was busy during the summer with, like, working and, and all that stuff. But, like, I've had, like, almost no time to just sit down and watch stuff. Yeah. You know? I hate, I, I'm, I'm a little sad about that most of the time I end up sitting down and like it's like the weekly stuff it's like what if and then what movie we're watching this week and that's usually what else I'm watching it's ve- sometimes very rare occasions where I actually get to sit down and, and watch something for my own enjoyment yeah which you. I actually did have that time this week with Whiplash and that made me very happy hell yeah hells to the yeah alright other than that, I think I've got my quarrels out for this week. How about you, yes, sir? Yes, I think I'm. I think I'm good. Hell yes. Uh, if you guys enjoyed listening, please uh, subscribe, like, um, other stuff along those lines. If you want to uh, contact us, you can comment on the YouTube side of things. Go to our Instagram at uh, Mediac Podcast and our Twitter at MediaExec. Uh, hopefully, if someone says something to us on either any of those, I'll answer. Maybe not YouTube. I don't answer YouTube. If you like tweeted us, I'll probably say something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know about Jack on things. We'll see. We'll see. No, we'll see. I respond. Oh uh, yeah, Chris on the. No, Jack never responds. Okay. Jack actually hates every single one of our viewers. <laughs> Such a deep hatred. <laughs> okay. See you guys next week. Uh, we'll be going over uh, Venom, and then the week after that is Venom too. Venom. Right. Goodbye, guys. Okay. Uh, goodbye.